0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Out of Character. I'm your host, Ryan Satin, once again coming to you from Nashville SummerSlam weekend. You're watching this way after SummerSlam, but these were all the interviews that I filmed out here. This is the last one of the bunch. We've got Finn Balor on the show, new member of the Judgment Day, and we talk about it. We talk about his return from NXT to the main roster. We talk about joining the Judgment Day, getting to be a heel. We talk about all of it. We also talk about Legos, so... For those of you who are Finn Balor fans, I know you're gonna be excited to hear the most recent Lego that he is working on. Let's get to it. This is my conversation with Finn Balor. And I'm gonna start with the most shoot-like interview question, and that is, uh, how does it feel being 41 years old now? It feels great.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've like physically been feeling better the older I've been getting. And I don't know, is it like getting smarter with my work and my bumps in the ring, or is it smarter with my training and my, diet, I don't want to say diet, but the way I eat, Uh, but yeah, I feel better now than I did at 31, so. Really? Yeah, 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 way better. Do
0: you think that's just from the, just treating your body better, or where do you think that's from?
1: Uh, uh, Well, I was wrestling in Japan at that that time, so I was (laughs) taking like 80 forearms to the face every night, and you know, four brain busters, 10 backdrops, flip dives to the floor, so. (laughs) You know, guys not catching me (laughs) so so that might have something to do with it too (laughs) Yeah. and also this is a thing that like i never really took into consideration until recently was that i was traveling back and forth to japan two weeks on two weeks off which is a nine hour time zone difference every two weeks it's like my body was just in a constant state of of jet lag for like eight years so uh now I like I actually sleep like unaided with like like no medicine or anything. So I feel like that's something that's really helped. It's just sleeping, you know. So, so it's amazing how yeah. much sleep
0: can just help you, and just like the most basic form of help. Like yeah, yeah. sleep can be a huge help.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I've been up late playing video games too much lately. I've been real hooked on it. It's real bad in me. But like the second I'm done, at like with all my work, I'm like I gotta go kill some people yeah. in Halo, you know. And yeah. then the next thing I know, it's like. 2.30 in no, the morning. you gotta
1: decompress, right? Because you're working all day, you gotta decompress. You can't just switch it off, you know? I don't know how people yeah. do that. I know.
0: I, I don't know how at all. It's so hard.
1: After Raw, disaster. Tuesday for me is a write-off. It's gone. Like, because we're up till, whatever, 11.15 or something, the show finishes. By the time we get back to the hotel, it's sometimes 12 12.15. And we gotta be up at like 4 a.m. for a 6 a.m. flight. It's just, pff, it's gone.
0: That sounds, I, see, like, that to me sounds so difficult. Like, I think people genuinely underestimate, like, the amount of like or the lack of sleep that you guys get in that term. Like I was talking to someone in my office, and they were like, "What's the off season for WWE?" Someone who I who's one of my editors, and he was like, "So when are you? When's your off season for when you're writing these articles?" I was like, "I don't, I don't have one." And he's like, "Well, what about the what about the talent?" And I was like, "He was like, so they get the, the middle of the week on I was like, Well, there's house shows and stuff too." And he was like, "That doesn't even make any sense. How do they do that?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's pretty wild. I I remember before the pandemic, like we were running so hard. Like those was four four shows a week, and then overseas tours in between. It was bananas. So now it's three shows a week, which there's only one show less, but it makes a huge difference on the body. Oh yeah, yeah, and 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 mentally too, because you know, you leave the house Saturday morning. Fingers crossed, it's not like stupid o'clock flight, you know, with a connection and stuff like that. But if you can get like a 9 a.m. direct flight to wherever you're going, you know, three-hour drive after the show. The same on Sunday and then, you know, you're home on Tuesday morning, hopefully to you know, you get all day Tuesday is just a ride off, it's a wash, and then you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday they actually have a life, you know. Yes, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. So and someone
0: for yeah. you know, someone like you in the pandemic, I feel like anyone who has family that lived out of the country, the pandemic was even more difficult, I feel like. It
1: it was the most mentally challenging period of my life, without question. And not to do with anything with work it was all to do with like personal stuff with you know being like landlocked here in u.s i was also dealing with some like visa issues too which couldn't get resolved because i was landlocked in u.s because of covid oh because you
0: have to go back to
1: handle it because you got to go back and do it in the embassy in ireland so it was like so i I couldn't do that and then you know my wife got dragged into that same situation because she's on my visa and it was just it was a super challenging and obviously like my dad had been sick so i couldn't see my dad and Couldn't see my brothers and sisters their kids they just grew up you know now they're just you know they were infants or they weren't even born and now they're like full-grown humans right yes yes. (laughs) so uh, so it was it was a tough time
0: yeah Yeah. and you're close with your family i mean i've seen them in like the documentaries and stuff so i thought it was really cool uh for your birthday in madison square garden that i saw your parents were there for that yeah
1: yeah so like we can put all the sad stories away now and then like this week they flew in from madison square garden sat front row uh it was my birthday it was the same day as their wedding anniversary It was their 44th wedding that's anniversary awesome. so they were there and we spent the whole week in new york together it was great
0: that's fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. i loved on i loved that night when you said to ray you're like it's your anniversary but it's my birthday or whatever <laughs> that was that had me dying <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was like picked up on the on the microphone or I was hoping I was gonna have a promo that night so I could like you know get that line into the microphone and then when I didn't have one I thought all right I gotta force this in somewhere I was gonna <laughs> say it in the match and then they say oh you got the backstage so, oh, maybe I'll get it in the
0: backstage <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic I love it you know you mentioned your wife and I feel like just from an outsider perspective um, and obviously, this happens to most people when they find their significant other that you know they get married to or whatever. But I just have noticed from just from an outside perspective, she has seemed to make you such a happy person. Like you were already you like, seem to be a happy-go-lucky guy, but you seem like a new level of chill because of this relationship.
1: Yeah, for sure. She's uh, she's made me like be more willing to like open up to people, you know, yeah. and. Uh, know I was very like focused on work and, and like, you no know, this is your character and don't show the people like you're the real you, just show them Finn, the Prince, all this stuff. And uh, she kind of helps me kind of relax that a little bit and kind of shows everyone like Fergal, you know, so people are kind of getting to see that now as opposed to just the usual.
0: Alexa Bliss told me a similar thing about her and Ryan, uh, Ryan Cabrera, where she was kind of like Focused, did her thing, and he kind of like helped bring the fun out of her and kind of like not be so serious. Yeah,
1: yeah. And like I used to never have a cheat day, ever. Like You cheat days now? Dude, it's to the point where my wife's telling me, hey, we can't eat this today. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I honestly, that yeah. seems
0: like the biggest bombshell of this conversation so far. I would never expect you to All have right. cheat days. I've s- heard you. You're like you, you've got these insane abs. Like I wouldn't expect to hear that.
1: So I've got like super OCD with with everything, and it, including my eating. Uh, but now, like Tuesdays, I'm just craving McDonald's, like craving it. I don't know. Is that like oh, I need this like reward after like, you know the weekend's work and you know kind of. And then I kind of like convinced myself, oh, well your body needs like a, a refuel day, right? Is what Chad Gable tells me it is. Right? Oh, you gotta refuel the body, right? So uh, so like I'll get home on Tuesday and like it'll be 10 p.m. or something. I'll be like moping around the house and I'll Uber Eats like two double cheeseburgers, a Flurry, a Sunday fries and a large Coke. And I'll I, just-, I'll um, just I'll, I am shocked to yeah, hear you say yeah, that, that's and, crazy. And, and now it's to the point where like, she's telling me, nah, dude, we can't have that today. <laughs> She's like, bro, I want you yeah. to keep those abs. Please yeah. keep those abs. But I, I, but I will like. I'll keep everything in line the, the rest of the week. So it's just the one, the one cheat meal or whatever. But, <laughs> how many yeah. nuggets
0: are you getting? Well, um, she get?
1: gets she gets the ten piece, and then I'll you know probably steal four or five of those. All right, yeah, all right that's, yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not too She's bad. That's not too. bad. She's got like eyes bigger than her, her tummy. You know, like she wants all this food, but once it comes, it's like, oh, I'll eat it. You
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Big E, and I was mentioning how I. I, he, I love chicken McNuggets, and he was like, "Ah, oh, can't eat that, can't eat that." So I'm, I'm glad that we're, we have that between yeah, us here yeah. because I love but, chicken but McNuggets; dude, they're
1: I, great. Ice cream is my deal. The McFlurry. Yeah, the McFlurry Sunday. and the sundae, and I can't, I can't decide which one I like more, so I order, order both.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, there are going to be yeah. so many men watching this, yeah. furious and that, I, that I, you're that you're pounding all that down and book the way you do.
1: I don't know is this common, but my wife told me that like to dip your fries in the ice cream? It's a, it's a
0: thing it, people do. Is that a do. thing people do? It's a thing do. people do. Yeah,
1: I, I was never aware of this. And man, it is just delightful.
0: I can't say I've done it either.
1: Yeah, it's It delightful. always
0: seemed too weird to me. It seemed, so. It, yeah, yeah. It's like a weird, yeah. like, it's like It's the wrong salty. courses together, it's, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> they shouldn't even be on the table at the same time, but somehow they taste great together.
0: <laughs> oh man, man. McDonald's better retweet this conversation because <laughs> that's, that's great, dude. Uh, well. I was wondering with your with your wife, yeah. What was the thing that made you fall in love with her? Like, what was like the moment where you were like, "I have to spend my life with this woman"?
1: Uh, the conversation, yeah, just
0: just early on, just the conversations.
1: Yeah, it was like second or third date. I was like, "Oh, this is the one. I just want to like, I'm just like super interested in what she has to say all the time." You know, I was just like, sitting on the edge of my seat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think definitely the conversation.
0: With my fiance, it was similar. Where I was like, I remember having an epiphany where I went you can be friends with your significant other too. Like for so long, I thought like, you had your friends then you had your significant other and they were kind of like separate, you know? And then I was like, oh, she's like my best friend. I I never want to leave this woman's side, you know? So I I, I totally understand that for sure. Um, Okay, well, let's go to wrestling a little bit. I had you on the show, like uh, probably a year ago and I talked to you about, you know, what your thoughts were on returning to the main roster. And Mm -hmm. you said, you, you told me at the time that it was something that you were still open to and that you wanted to do um how did that finally happening come about um
1: i'm trying to remember so i was still in nxt when we spoke yep, right yep and i think uh, it was right
0: i want to say it was right before the carrying cross match
1: yeah the second one yes yeah uh, the mania weekend right? yes yeah no so,
0: actually it might have been the first one
1: regardless regardless it was, it <laughs> was in it was in nxt um i wasn't like super excited about the idea of returning to the main roster and i felt like there was potential for me to perform in nxt uk and work with all those guys and that was like something that i was super interested in and i would pitched the idea to, to hunter at the time and it was they were interested in it but they were gonna have to like renegotiate my contract and all because there was budget restrictions yep. And uh, it was just gonna prove like too difficult, and maybe wasn't like a smart move career-wise at like this age. And uh, like I've become very aware that um, there might be like a, a clock starting to tick right now. Like you know, more I, I'm more aware of that now than I was like say five years ago. And I thought, well, I really need to get another good run on, on the main roster. So you know, we use that we use that term main roster, but it's Raw or SmackDown yes. or whatever. But you know, and. Uh, and then, you know, they, they came to me with the idea of coming back and, you know, working the program at Roman and, uh, you know, you, you can't turn that down, right? It's, of course it's, not, a, yeah. it's a no-brainer. And, uh, and you know, we started off hot. It kind of dipped down a little bit and I feel like it's starting to, to warm up a little bit again. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited, obviously.
0: But I want to ask, you know, were you surprised? Because I felt like when you went back to NXT, you did a really good job of kind of like changing yourself to a degree. You kind of like came to Prince more and it was it was less what you've been doing on the main roster, more of like this new thing, but then when they brought you back, it was more like what you'd been doing before. Were you surprised that they were kind of having you be more of a happy-go-lucky baby face when they brought you back?
1: Um, I, wasn't, I wouldn't say I was surprised, but I kind of felt it was inevitable, you know? There's, you can't, uh, you can't change WWE, right? You gotta change to fit in to, yep. w- to what works.
0: Absolutely, well let's get to the Judgment Day step. When you started working with them, or sorry, like working against them, did you, know, did you think that that's where it was gonna to lead to, to you joining the group? You know, it's cool for me, you know, I felt, like, I felt like Damian Priest really came out, really like came out in NXT when he had his feud with you. So it is cool for me to see that you guys are teaming now and I feel like you guys really do mesh well together as a team. What's your favorite thing about working with him?
1: Uh, I think he's got such a cool look. Uh, he just looks so badass. Uh, he's a cool guy. Uh, you know, we're kind of of similar age. Uh, and you know, someone who I, who I enjoy being around, so that helps a lot too. Um, the idea uh, of the Judgment Day, I guess, all being equals is also cool. Uh, you know, not having like a leader, so to speak. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully we can get maybe some more members involved pretty soon. Cause if you could
0: pick anyone from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, it was your choice. God. Who would you want to have by your side there? Um,
1: I had thought of a couple of people. Like, I, I, as a guy, I love Walter, but, you know, he's doing his own thing. Gunther uh, now. Gunther. Gun, oh, sorry, Gunther. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tommaso Champa's doing his thing with, with Miz. So okay. that's kind of the, off the table. Um, I thought I muted that. Maybe AJ. You know, we, you know, we haven't essentially fallen out. We're just not, you know, on the a, same page. On, on the same page right now, but um, that that could be interesting. I think bring AJ in, uh, I think his his work as a heel is, pardon the pun, but phenomenal. <laughs> right? So, uh, uh yeah. There, or you know, we could go and, and find some someone new and, and a fresh face from NXT. Um, given a little more time to think about it, I could have given you a better answer, but. <laughs> I realize I'm just like name-dropping people the spot. that no, aren't I, available. It's all about yeah. on the spot. That's the yeah. whole thing we do here. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love Brock in I'd love Brock into Judgment Day. Oh yeah? <laughs> Cowboy yeah. Hat and All. Just yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think Rhea, dude, like I Rhea has been so good in WWE, but I honestly think that this is gonna be the thing that takes her sort to of the next level because this heel streak that she's got going on now. Now that she's a heel, it's like She just comes across so badass. Like, she's hitting Rey Mysterio. She's dragging Dominic by the hair. And I I just feel like this is going to be the the thing that really, like, people remember her for as just this, like, badass heel.
1: I certainly hope so, for sure. Uh, Hopefully she can, you know, grow and come out of her shell even more than she has in recent weeks. And uh, it's certainly, like, she's certainly one of, like, the coolest... uh, I guess, brands. She would be a brand, right? Rhea Ripley is a brand. Absolutely. And, uh, and she has kind of been one of the coolest brands that we've had in WWE for a while. Uh, so, you know, to have her in the Judgment Day is real cool, too. She's
0: so cool. Yeah. Like, when, when I see yeah. her, I'm just, I always, that's the main thought I have. Like, guys, girls are so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time, I like, yeah. her and Liv, i like, they're just cool. Yeah. I like I'm kind I,
1: I, I probably feel like, you know, Priest and Rhea probably look at me and go, that guy's so lame. <laughs> you know, this guys just, over here uh, playing uh, with Legos? Yeah. Like, come on. You know? <laughs> as I'm halfway through building my Lego Seinfeld set. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've seen that. That Seinfeld set it's one's great. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering, because you you used to be more openly Lego guy, and I, and I don't see it as much since you got married, so I was wondering if the Legos got put away once you got married. So it's good to see that you no, still, no, still, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. still doing
1: it. Yeah, 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 I'm still doing it.
0: Well, okay, Triple H, let's talk about Triple H because obviously Triple H was a huge part of your career. He brought you into NXT, had you as like the centerpiece of NXT for a while. How do you feel about him being brought in as the head of creative?
1: Uh, I think it's great. I'm very happy to see he's back. he's healthy and uh, it's gonna be an interesting time for the company for sure.
0: It's funny. It's funny because I uh, you and Champa. Are two of the main people I see meme-wise, where people are like, "Oh, Triple H in charge." These are the two guys now, (laughs) and both of you I've interviewed today, and both of you were kind of like had a very similar answer of just like, "Yeah, cool, but I mean, it is what it is," kind of thing, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You still got to
1: go out there and perform and connect with people and you know sell tickets, sell merch. It's a business, and you know he's a businessman. You know, I'm trying to do best for the company, so I'll do you know what I'm told.
0: What do you think his strengths are? As a Booker, though, like as the, the head of creative
1: communication, he's an incredible communicator of uh, of his ideas, and uh, he's very hands on with everything. Uh, Triple H has always been very available uh, for everyone, and you know, very present at ringside before the shows.
0: What's the best piece of advice that Triple H has given you? God, or any piece? Is there anything that's valuable that you can remember that, that he's? I'm sure there's a lot, but like. Is there anything from your time in NXT or anything that like really sticks out to you?
1: Nothing that especially sticks out. Um, No, nothing. All right, fair enough. Nothing especially, yeah. Fair enough. All right, let's
0: do, I wanna do uh, a few non-wrestling related questions. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything that you're unbeatable at?
1: I'm really good at ping pong. Ping pong? Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm unbeatable, but I'm very good, Are you the
0: kind that does the spin? Or are you the regular server?
1: Uh, I would do the regular serve, but, you know, given uh, a little practice, you know, I, like once I get, like, because I'm a little rusty now, right? But like I played in, in high school, like we, and I had a table in my, my parents' house. I have a table at home, but I don't really use it. Um, but, you know, if I like warmed up for a day before I needed to play you, like <laughs> yeah. I'll, i guarantee I'll crush. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, see, I had a ping pong yeah. table growing up. Yeah. When I was good, I, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was pretty good at it, I was good at it. But I would get so frustrated by the, I always get so, the guys who do that spinning sir, uh-huh. yeah. it, it gets me every yeah. time, I don't, it's like, like yeah. yeah, and the boss spinning out, yeah. like that's not fair, you shouldn't be allowed to do that move.
1: Yeah, what else? Normally if there's like a, a contest of, um, like anything that just requires like consistency, like a challenge of like stamina or something like that. Like who can do the most push-ups? Like I won't give up. Like I won't. <laughs> so like, uh, so, you yeah. like, so, like stupid like things like that, you know? Uh, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, a
0: dumb race or something stupid. Random. Yeah, 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 When you yeah. want to make racing, sure.
1: Racing, racing not so much. You can't right. race your friends? Uh, my ankles and my knees and my calves are just destroyed from years of wrestling. So like I won't run. Ever.
0: I saw that video you posted where you were like, you were like doing balancing stuff (laughs) while also working out. And I was like, that looks difficult. Yeah. Um, Okay, what's the last first time thing that you did?
1: Last week, I went to the Bahamas for the first time. Did
0: you like it? I loved it. The Bahamas are great. I went once.
1: unbelievable.
0: What was your favorite part about it?
1: Uh, The see through water that was like a bath it was like warm because I'm like swimming in the ocean in Ireland where it's like you know 18 degrees or something shit like that yeah. so um, yeah just just the water was so beautiful
0: do you like go on excursions and stuff when you go on a vacation like where you're like doing stuff or do you try to like just power down yeah i no, power down whatever? Whatever.
1: no plans I'm not going on vacation with a schedule I got a schedule like like, <laughs> non- not like, like every day <Yeah>. Yeah, no, I'm on a schedule enough to be here, you know, it's vacation is just like, ah, I feel like doing it now, I'll do it now.
0: Uh, what's one thing that you've been procrastinating on and can't finish? Uh, Spanish. You're trying to learn Spanish? Oh, because yeah. she speaks Spanish, that yeah, makes sense, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then um, I kind of, I started studying like an hour a week or two hours a week. And then, like, I got browned off of it and stopped doing it. But I was traveling back and forth to Mexico quite a lot at the time, so still picking it up. Then COVID hit and we stopped traveling, so it kind of went down a little bit again. So I'm back doing an hour a week with a, like a, a tutor, um, but it's hard.
0: Dude, Spanish is tough. People don't realize because like, there's all the like. Uh... The what's it called the the for the man or a woman like yeah. everything changes yeah, or if it's like yeah. if it's a if it's a if it's a serious or like a slang it all yeah. like changes it's so yeah. confusing
1: and then like a, a funny story is like I was learning Spanish from a Puerto Rican teacher and then she was teaching me like Puerto Rican Spanish and I was going back to my wife and saying these words what the fuck are you talking about you know <laughs> where's she from <laughs> Mexico City okay yeah right? yep, yep. so like uh, so like what I thought I was saying was like, a, you're a really strong woman, was like translating to Mexican Spanish to like, you make me hard, <laughs> right? So, so, uh, so needless to say, uh, that's where the Puerto Rican teacher was, you know, uh, yeah, my, moved to the side and we started studying more like, uh, lo- localised Mexican Spanish. I'm, yeah.
0: I'm half Mexican, you know, my, my mom is Mexican and Puerto Rican, and I remember, when I was in Spanish in school growing up, yeah. that my grandparents would, I'd come home and I'd be all proud of myself. Like I'd yeah. want to like show off to them this like thing I learned when I saw them at a family thing and they'd be like, that's not a word we say in Mexico. Like that's just yeah. not a thing that we say. I don't know why yeah. they're teaching you that. And then I'd be all dejected like, dang, all yeah. right.
1: I guess it's the same with English, right? With like trash can or, you know, if I say trash can in Ireland, like my brothers will just like spit it. What is that? Like, so we call it like the rubbish. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, all right. You know, all right. Let's put that in the rubbish. Oh, put that in the trash can. Like, my brothers would get mad and they would be like, oh, you've been in America too long. I was going to say, do they say <laughs> that to you about stuff? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> What's the biggest American
0: thing that you've picked up on?
1: Call them petrol gas.
0: It's petrol. and We call it petrol in our okay. or,
1: or UK and... Uh, and you guys call it gas. Yes. And like I'll say, oh, we gotta stop and get some gas. And they're like, gas. Like gas in Ireland is like natural gas, like that, you know, heats your house. Or... Yes, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so they're like, what, if, what do we need to stop for gas for? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a lot of those words would be, that would throw a lot of people off for sure. Yeah. All right, we've reached the end here, but I like to end every segment of the show with a segment, every episode of the show with a segment that I call the finishing move. We've done this once. So I, I gotta change the, the, the line of questioning a little bit. So I'll ask you this. What's your least favorite finishing move to be on the receiving end of?
1: Ooh. I remember Kane chokeslam me three times in a row on a match on Raw about four or five years ago. And I just, I think it was like the night after the match with, with um, AJ. So it was like pretty beat up anyway and like we were on the road all the time at that point and just like those three choke slams came like picking me up for the third one and literally just said sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, You're like what
0: am I in Japan nah. again? What's going yeah. on here? <laughs>
1: and it's not like the move it's itself it was just like the 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 combination of everything that had led up to that point, you know?
0: <laughs> yes, but yes. Then,
1: and I got a little scratch on my head here from this 619 that seems to catch me every single week. So uh, that's another one that I have a bone to pick with. Well, you, you got out. Yeah, so. well, um, the Receipt's coming, Ray.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, besides your own, what's your favorite finishing move of all time? Oh, God.
1: Probably Stone Cold Stunner. That's mine, too. Yeah.
0: I feel like that, that, that's. Yeah. It's hard to not answer Stone Cold Stunner. It's like yeah. so, the excitement that fills through your body when he does it, is, yeah. it's, it's hard to compare.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: Uh, And lastly, what's the most memorable time that you took someone else's finishing move?
1: F five against Brock, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite matches in my WWE career, Um, and probably one of the best workers that I've ever worked with, and someone who I'd love to get in the ring with again. And like I remember, like when he hit the, hit, hit the F5, I thought like, ah, oh, this is pretty cool. This is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah.
0: even if it hurts me, I'm not giving a yeah. receipt yeah. here, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, yeah. dude. I All appreciate right. This is this super thank awesome. And yeah. right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. But before we get out of here, I got a little bit of housekeeping to do. Go subscribe to WWE on Fox on YouTube. That's where you can find this show on video Every week, 9 a.m. Monday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific time, Monday morning. That's where you can find this show. You can find clips from Raw. You can find clips from SmackDown. You can find other clips from Out of Character that we post throughout the week. Stuff in the Community tab. There's so much happening on the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. So make sure that you are subscribed to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. Now, those of you who are watching on there already, what's up? I appreciate it, hope I look all right for you. But also I know your phone is near you and I know that you might not necessarily have time to watch every single YouTube video, but you do have time to listen to podcasts. So go subscribe to the Out of Character podcast feed. That's where you can find this show every Monday, hitting your podcast feed. But also on top of it, you're gonna get a bunch of other stuff too. You're gonna get my Ron Smackdown roundups, breaking news stuff, lots of stuff happening in the Out of Character podcast feed. So go subscribe on there. I'm watching you. I'm you personally who are watching this YouTube video. I know if you did or didn't do it. So go do it. Uh, And if you're there, leave a rating and review as well. It helps out a lot. Helps get this show seen by more people. Also, go follow WWE on Fox on social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And now TikTok. We're Tiktoking now. We're Tiktoking at WWE on Fox. We're posting clips from various shows there we're posting videos that i'm in having fun so if you're on tiktok make sure you follow at wwe on fox i'm also on twitch you can find me there ryan satin streams streaming some old wrestling content super fun having a blast doing it all right that's it i'm done officially tapping out for now until next time i'm ryan satin and this is out of character